I'm Katie, and welcome back to another episode of Apostolic Audios. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Who is so excited for episode one of the Gospel series? Okay, so I kind of want to give some background. So I used to, um, whenever I'd like read my Bible, um, and I was particularly impacted by something that I read I'd go on to the snapchat story that I had and then I'd share like six or seven minutes on it and just how it made me feel and like um and I'd talk about the verse and stuff and um got some feedback that that was way too long which was one of the things that um helped me start this podcast was to have a platform that's actually appropriate for that kind of length So I'm really, really excited for these episodes. Um, The way these episodes are going to work is the third week of every month, um, I'm going to be unpacking the gospel from that Sunday. So today, today's gospel is Luke 8, 4 through 15. um, And let's get right into it. Something that I found really important when I'm um, reading the Bible or reading anything that God has literally written... um, it's really helpful to get yourself into a mindset where you really want to receive whatever God is telling you and you're opening yourself up to whatever God has to say to you today. So what I usually do, and it kind of depends on how I'm feeling or what kind of mood I'm in, but which was basically the same thing that I just said twice. Anyways, um, usually I'll listen to some worship music. So today that was Maverick City Music. I'm on a big Maverick City Music kick lately. Um, I'm actually going to their concert soon and I'm so excited, but anyways. Um, I think I'm going to make a playlist for you guys of songs that I really like and really help me get into a nice little Jesus mood, and I'll put that on my link tree at some point. But yeah, um, I'm going to start reading now. This is, again, Luke 8, verses 4 through 15. When a large crowd gathered with people from one town after another journeying to Jesus, he spoke in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some seed fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. After saying this, he called out, Whoever has ears ought to hear. Then his disciples asked him what the meaning of this parable might be. He answered, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to the rest... They are made known through parables, so that they may look but not see, and hear but not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those on the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and may not be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they have no root. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of temptation. As for the seed that fell among thorns... They are the ones who have heard, but as they go along, they are choked by the anxieties and riches and pleasures of life, and they fail to, to produce mature fruit. But as for the seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, embrace it with a generous and good heart and bear fruit through perseverance. So before I get into unpacking this, I'm going to give you guys a minute to pray over this. I'm going to put in um, about 60 seconds of music you guys can listen to. Or you can pause it right here and have some quiet time. So just really 
really think about what God's trying to say. going on in these verses but the first thing that I kind of wanted to unpack was um Jesus's explanation of why he gives all of his um advice and the things that God has sent him to say in parables Um, I'm going to repeat this verse he answered knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God have been granted to you but to the rest they are made known through parables that they may look but not see and hear but not understand this is the meaning of the parable the seed is the word of God So from what I've gathered from my journey with God so far is that God wants us so deeply to desire him and for us to want to go after him. God literally gives us everything that we need in order to desire him and in order to need him. And we need him without even understanding it. We need him without knowing it. Um, Everything in our life is given to us from him. We may not always see that, but you know, he did give us this earth. He gave us this life. And, but he wants us to pursue him. Um, the way it's been explained to me is that God is, he's a loving father and he wants us, he, he loves us so deeply, no matter how we receive him or if we love him or if we even want him. But he's also, he's, he's very respectful. Like I, he's a gentleman, quote unquote. He's not going to bust open your door and force himself in. No, he's going to knock and he's going to give you all the resources you need in order to open that door, but he's not going to force himself in because that's the whole free will thing. Um, You heard in the last episode where I made a reference to me not understanding free will. Um, I used to think that, I don't really know what I used to think, but I was under this facade that, um, I don't even know how to explain it to be honest. It was, okay, so I'll tell you what it really is, and then I'll try to backtrack to what I thought, but we have, God gives us the free will to do whatever we desire on this planet, Um, and that's from not wanting him at all and doing whatever we want, and that goes all the way to pursuing him all the way and seeking heaven with our entire hearts and souls, and I kind of thought that um, no matter what happened in my life and no matter how I acted, that um, God was leading me on the same path no matter what. Like, no matter what I did or what I did wrong, that I was going to go back. And that had a lot of flawed thoughts because then I was like, wait, what about that person that, um, you know, commit murder? How, like, that doesn't make any sense. If they're not going to pursue confession, then how are they forgiven? And, like, we're all forgiven once we pursue confession because, um... Once we are forgiven for our sins, 
we, we're always forgiven for our sins, but we have to ask and we have to really want forgiveness from Jesus because, you know, Jesus already died. Anything that we need forgiven is forgiven, but we have to pursue that. So that had some flawed thinking. I hadn't really thought enough to understand that. And Renzo and our other youth group leader, Elizabeth, shout out Elizabeth, um, explained to me that that's just really not the case. But so this kind of threw off my world for a hot minute because I was like, wait, that means that I have so many more choices than I realized. Like the little things that I do wrong, they matter if I'm not asking for forgiveness. And, um, you know, this really sent me through a spiral being like, oh my gosh, I, there's so much more pressure on me and stuff. But then they explained to me that if I'm making my decisions with a clean, pure heart, um, then God's going to lead me right where he needs to be. Like the Holy Spirit is guiding me no matter what. Like no matter how I'm acting, the Holy Spirit is still on my shoulder and being like, "Mm, that's not the greatest decision. And like God gives us all the resources we need in order to use our free will the way he desires us to. So God desires us to go to him first and he desires us to love like Jesus does. And he desires for us to receive all of the things he's given us, but he doesn't force that upon us, which I had mixed reactions about it first because I was like, wouldn't it just be easier if he made us like, wouldn't it just be easier if he like took control because he knows that it's the best thing for us. He knows that us loving him and us pursuing him 100% and us going back to heaven is exactly what we need. It's going to fulfill us. He knows that, but he doesn't force that on us because he gave us free will. And you know, that that's a double-edged sword sometimes, but he means it with such a good intention. And it all goes back to the whole, you know, knocking at that door, sending the Holy Spirit to knock, um, and, getting us to the door. The Holy Spirit guides us to the door, but he's not going to open it unless we want him to. We have to open that door. And then he'll come in with a running arm. (laughs) He'll come in running with open arms, but we have to want him to. So I think going back to the parables after that very long tangent of mine, um, we have to want to understand the parables. So he gives them to us in a way that makes us need to desire to unpack them, to understand them, and receive him. So that's my little thought bubble on the parables. The second and final thing I want to discuss with these verses, um, I kind of want to go for a third, but I think we should keep this episode within the 10-minute ballpark because, you know, I feel like that's just a good volume. I feel like anything longer than 15 minutes is just kind of hard to listen to on the way to school or something like that, and I think a good portion of my audience is high school, college, so that's kind of what we're going for. But um, Jesus basically gives four um, options for how people receive the word of God. And so he unpacks it as people who hear it, but immediately choose the world. Like there's no doubt in their mind. They don't want to hear about God and they just go back to the worldly life that they're living. There's the people who rejoice but always pick the world over what God has to offer so um no matter what God is presenting towards them even unconditional love they're going to choose the worldly love they have here and then there's the people who rejoice but when things get difficult they um choose the world um those are two very similar things but there's more of an attempt to live with God in the in the second one 
And then the last one, people who rejoice and have set their foundation on God and choose him as the rock. And I think all of our different circumstances, I want to start off by saying that none of these people um, based on the way that they receive God, are bad. And I think that that's one of our biggest problems as Christians, Catholics, whatever it may be, is that we decide that whenever someone doesn't receive God the way we want them to, they are bad and they are sinful. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all pretty sinful. And there's definitely people who sin less than others, but that's not something that we should be looking at when we're trying to help people get to God because that's not something that Jesus would be looking at. Um, There's so many examples of no matter what it may be, Jesus choosing the love for them over the sin that they have. And I think it's so important that we look look at people as children of God who deserve the same mercy and love and forgiveness that we do um, before any sort of um, judgment towards them. Um, Jesus also says many, 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 many times that it's not our job to judge. Um, that's up to Jesus and God. So kind of wanted to start off by saying that, um, you know, people are people. We are also people. Um, but basically the whole meaning of this, all this verse is that, um, the word of God is the seed and, it depends on the foundation that we choose to have. So are we watering our dirt? Are we watering our grass? Are we making sure that when things get hard and there's a drought or there's a hurricane, whatever it may be, that we are able to cling to God the same way we do when it's easy? Because there's definitely pattern, there's times in our lives where it's so much easier to lean on God because things are going right. And um, you know, like things are good at school, things are good at your sport. And then there's also going to be times where things are just hard. Um, God doesn't promise that it's, that our lives are ever going to be easy, but he does promise that our lives are going to be fulfilling. And I think a lot of times when we choose the world, we think it's going to be easier that way, but trust me, it never is. Um, it's always so much easier when, I don't think easy is what we should be pursuing, actually, because I don't think any of it is easy. Living is hard, (laughs) no matter how you go about it. But um, if you... Oh, I thought the recording stopped. It didn't. Um, That would have been unfortunate. But I think basically what this verse is going at is that it's up to you how you lay your foundation But God and Jesus are clearly telling us that the foundation that we need is found in Jesus because he's giving us the seed that we need in order to grow and produce the fruit that God wants us to. But we have to choose to take care of the grass and we have to choose to take care of the um, dirt and we have to choose to weed out the weeds. Um, Little motif of the devil, but... It's just so important. And I think that all of our life situations have brought us to have different foundations and different dirt. And each person, it's like some people have more of a gravelly dirt and other people have more of a sandy dirt. And we all kind of fall in the middle somewhere. And, you know, all of those things, no matter how different, they can all still produce seed. And 
it's harder in different ways for some people. And I think it's all... I'm going, I'm going pretty far with this analogy. Maybe I should cut myself off here before it gets confusing. But no matter how difficult it may be, I think we all need to have a greater respect for how far we've all tried to be with God because I don't think we're ever going to be able to fully understand someone else's path with God or what has held them back or the things in their lives that have made it extremely difficult because, you know, everyone's path is different. And I think if we all stopped judging each other and started to love each other a little more, then maybe we'd be in a different place. I I definitely have a lot of beef with how we treat each other treat each other when we should all really just be trying to get back to heaven together but that's just me but moral of the story do what you can this week to create the foundation that you need for when things get hard so that you can still produce seed and you can still be clinging to god because when all else is falling apart god is the one you want to be hanging on to because god is really the only one that matters at the end of the day He's truly our only constant. I know we always say that like, oh, the sun always rises and the sun always, sun always sets, but that's not a promise and that is not given. So if even if the sun blew up one day, God would still be here and that should come before all other things. So yeah, and if you're watering your soil and you're weeding out your weeds, you're taking care of your seed, then... You get to live an awesome life with God. So, well, that has been the beginning of the gospel series. I hope you guys have enjoyed, um, you know, follow on Instagram, give me feedback. If there's anything else you want unpacked, I think we covered a lot today. So if there's anything else that you want us to go into further, that would be so cool. Have an awesome week. so much for joining us this week on apostolic audios get in touch with us on our social medias we'd love to hear from you have a blessed week and we'll see you next sunday keep us in your prayers you are always in ours